Pastini is Eugene's new Italian bistro at Oakway Center, dedicated to serving up two of life's greatest pleasures, pasta and wine. Join them for classic favorites like spaghetti and meatballs, linguine with clams and sausage, and fettuccine Alfredo paired with hand-selected Pacific Northwest and Italian wines. Pastini. Eat pasta. Drink wine. Welcome to the Duck Pod from DuckSports.com. Thanks for checking out the Duck Pod. This is Steve Mims with the Register Guard. Previewing tonight's Sweet 16 matchup between Oregon and Virginia at the uh, KFC Yum Center here in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, we'll start there, I guess, with some local knowledge. I've always considered this town to be Louisville, but I uh, was informed today that uh, the locals call it Louisville, which is, uh, if you're looking at it phonetically, L O U. A-V-U-L. So if you're out at a uh, bar in Eugene tonight or Portland or wherever you're listening to this and watching a game, uh, you can impress your friends by calling it Louisville and not Louisville. So with that out of the way, we'll move on to the game. Um, <laughs> Oregon's uh, plays Virginia. I, I've got a preview up on DuckSports.com that you can check out. Got some of the X's and O's and, and goes through some of the some of the main talking points of this game. Obviously, uh, you know Virginia, number one seed that, that's had a tough time in that role in recent years. They've been the number one seed. This is now the fourth time, but they've never gotten to the Final Four during that run. In fact, um, you know if, if they win tonight, it would only be the second time they've gotten past the Sweet 16. They lost once in the Sweet 16 and, and lost, obviously, last year historically in the first round. And their other time, they got to the Elite Eight. So this this isn't exactly a, a number one seed that I think people look at as overwhelming. And at the same time, you look at Oregon as the number 12 seed, and I don't think anybody looks at them as, as kind of your traditional underdog, the way they're playing. So, like I say, some of those things I get into in, in the game, and obviously, you know, Virginia leads the nation in defense, giving up 55 a game. Oregon's given up 54.2 during their current streak, um, you know, which has run them through the last four games, the Pac-12, through the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, and then last week, obviously, Oregon, you know, opens as, as the 12th seed and, and goes to San Jose and, and really blows away both Wisconsin and UC Irvine, won both games in, in almost similar score, one by 18 and one by 19. So they're on a roll. Virginia, um, you know, struggled a little bit with Gardner-Webb in their first game and, and then came back and beat Oklahoma. So if you're looking for some, some of that, go to that story there. I was going to touch on just a few of the things that, that didn't make that story here for this podcast. And one of them is the fact that, you know, the KFC Center is the home, obviously, of the University of Louisville, as we refer to them now. Um, and, and that's a place Virginia is obviously uh, familiar with. You know, that's, that's an ACC team. Virginia's actually won four of their last five games, I believe it is, played here. Uh, so it's a, it's a court familiar to them. Oregon got on there uh, yesterday uh, and was able to practice a little bit on, on Wednesday to, to check the court out. But, but certainly it's a, it's a more familiar feeling for Virginia. Also, in, in terms of crowd size, just, uh, you know, obviously for, for Oregon fans to come out here, it's, it's, it's a long trip on short notice. But for the other three teams here, actually, or, Oregon's going to be playing after the Purdue-Tennessee game. Uh, and, and you got in Virginia, and it's actually a pretty short drive. for Both Purdue and Tennessee are about three to four hours away. And even Virginia uh, is only about an eight-hour drive, you know. So it's kind of what, what Oregon had last week going down to San Jose. For Oregon fans, you know, last week it was pretty easy for them to – take a Friday off work and, and drive down Thursday night and get down there for the game. And, and that's kind of the way it's going to be for Virginia fans. They're able to drive eight hours and get here. So 
for the Cavaliers, there will certainly be a pretty big crowd. You would think there will be a, a pretty overwhelming, you'd think, crowd for them. Although you also wonder if, you know, if Purdue and, and Tennessee, the, the fans of that team, whoever wins, may stick around and think that, hey, Oregon's the underdog. We're going to stick around and, and root for them. And, and then maybe even some Louisville fans who don't like Virginia will show up and root for Oregon. So the Ducks may be able to get some of the kind of the, the neutral fans to take their side in this thing. Um, but uh, and it, another interesting part of this game night is it's it's a really late start locally. It's a ten o'clock local start here. Obviously, like I said, it, it's scheduled for for seven o'clock in Eugene. But we'll see if the first game runs on time. But it, it's going to be a real late start here, so at least both teams just kind of all day to to hang around here and and uh, and have a day to you know it'll be ten o'clock. I I can't think of a time when Oregon's had a, a tip off locally at ten o'clock and. You know, we see some late starts at 8 o'clock locally in Eugene and things like that and think that's late, but um, certainly it's a little different. So both teams going to have to kind of bide their time during the day. Certainly helps in, in getting a little bit more preparation. You know, both teams played on Sunday in the uh, in the second round of the tournament and then come here uh, and on short notice. You know, they they both had to kind of a day to prepare on when, on Monday and then flew out on Tuesday. Had some open had an open practice today and some interviews or uh, on uh, Wednesday and some interviews on Wednesday so some stuff to do there so there hasn't been maybe as much preparation time as some teams have had who would go from Sunday to Friday so they'll give them that uh, tomorrow with the ten o'clock start they kind of have all day you figure both teams will kind of be holed up in their hotels going through some walkthroughs and probably even find a local high school to to, to get some workouts in so. Um, you know, another interesting part of this is just kind of where, where the two teams come in from. Uh, you know, Virginia's obviously the number one seed. This is like the fourth time in seven years for them. But that hasn't been a, uh, a journey to the Final Four yet for them. Obviously, historically, they, they lost last year to UMBC in the first round. But even before that, they, they lost in the uh, Sweet 16 one of those years and the Elite Eight one of those years. And, and they never lost to a team that was seated higher than fourth in that. So... Um, you know, I, I don't think that Virginia feels really comfortable, but their spot is the number one seed going up against Oregon in that one. And in Oregon, the same way, you know, I mean, Peyton Pritchard's the only player on this team who's been in the NCAA tournament before, and he's twice faced a, a number one seed. You know, that, that 2017 Final Four run included a win over the number one seed Kansas in Kansas uh, and then lost to the number one seed North Carolina. But even before that, you know, going back to Oregon fans and obviously Dane Altman remember that 2013 run, which was started in a similar way to this one in San Jose as a 12 seed and Oregon won both games. They ended up then having to go play a number one seed in Louisville, which we know how to pronounce now. Um, played them and Oregon actually played pretty well in that game they they lost 77-69 they got to a slow start and then kind of fought their way back and that game ended up close um you know a couple years ago they played a a number one uh, Wisconsin team in the second round and and took them down to the wire and lost and obviously uh, three years ago Oregon was a number one seed and lost to the number two seed in Oklahoma so Oregon, uh, I, I think the seeds at this point, as I wrote today, I, I think I think both teams aren't going to look at that much. Oregon's, you know, beaten. You know, Oregon's got four straight wins now over NC two A tournament teams, other than UC Irvine. All the other three teams they've beaten were seated ahead of them eventually in the NC two A tournament this year. And uh, like I say, for Virginia, there's just w- with their history at this point, there's there's no reason to think that any team. Uh, you know that they're going up against uh, especially a power five team coming from the 12 again this isn't umbc this isn't gardner webb who they struggle with in the first round this year this is a different deal with oregon so um 
Thanks for tuning in. I'm here tonight, and we'll be covering the game, and and I'll have stories up. Like I say, it'll be a late one night, but I'll I'll have stories up right after the game. You can check me out on Twitter. It's Steve Mims underscore RG. I'll have updates throughout the game. And uh, then uh, story up on there, and we'll see if this uh, ride continues. Like I say, if Oregon wins, it'll be Purdue or Tennessee, and that would be on Saturday, and that would be an Elite Eight game, which would be pretty amazing to see this thing continue. But uh, the way Oregon's playing right now, I, I just don't think uh, there's too many people that are going to count them out in this game tonight. So it should be a fascinating matchup. You know, Oregon's kind of playing like Virginia right now, just in terms of their style. So. Like I say, I, I, there's an eight-and-a-half-point spread, which just seems a bit bizarre to me for a game that's got an over-under of about 120. It seems like people are thinking this would be about a, a 55-55, 60-60 game and come down to the final shot. So I, I think the eight-and-a-half-point spread is kind of crazy. But I do think that that over-under is probably right along the lines. I, I think this is a game tonight that probably ends up, uh, you know, with both teams in the 50s coming into the final minutes and see if it comes down to a final shot and who can make it. So thanks again for tuning in the Duck Pod. I appreciate it. And uh, keep in touch with DuckSports.com. And uh, we'll have updates on there. And uh, follow me on Twitter tonight. And uh, we'll check in after the game and uh, and see if the Ducks are on to the Elite Eight or if this uh, kind of crazy run they've been on uh, ends tonight here in Louisville, Kentucky. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Duck Pod from DuckSports.com. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always available at DuckSports.com. 